Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning and hello kids and welcome to season three and episode number 252. I'm going to guess I have the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Yeah. Today recording day is Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. And uh, judging by the sky, we're actually going to get to see some sun today, which is been a few days now, so uh, this will be really nice. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, and with me as always is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a little nipple for you today, but before we go any further, let's ask Mr. Grizzly how his mental health is doing today. I think a little bit better than, than it was yesterday and the day before, for sure. Had a nice uh, ASMR mental health chat last night, and uh, by the end of it, I was feeling pretty good about myself. So I think uh, sometimes just talking things through helps a great deal. Doesn't fix it, but makes you feel better. And really, that's you know kind of what I'm going for is to feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How I about yourself? I am still having trouble sleeping. Yesterday was really bad. I tried to sleep twice during the day after we did the show. Sleep did mm. not come. We had a curling match at 9.20. I had no idea how I was going to do that at all. Yeah. Did uh, you make it? I made it. Uh, not only did I make it, I played like a freaking professional. I may have had the best match in my life, and I think I may have had uh, made the most excellent shot I've made in the last three years to save an end. We played so well. This is a team that we normally have like very, very tight games and regularly beats us. We beat them from time to time as well. We scored a four in the sixth end and then a six in the last. We won 14 to five. Okay, because you're going, you're telling me that, and I, I don't know what that means, but you won 14 to five, so. so awesome. There's only eight rocks. The maximum you can score is eight. We scored six in one end. Oh, okay, so that's, that's a lot then. 
that's that, that that's a that's a lot lot and okay. they had one more rock and they decided not to throw it because if it went wrong it could have knocked out two of ours in and give us a perfect eight ender and they didn't want to try that so they just conceded <laughs> so it's like ee. so yeah uh we played yeah very well so i'm very happy so but uh, i i i could really use sleep <laughs> yeah yeah all right in the news the big thing that happened is that the prime minister had something to say about what was going on in israel mr grizzly i'm going to get an article to you i've been looking all over for just the straight clip on uh, youtube and it's actually hard to find because they're always coupled with well all the first hits that come up are always these compilation things the last four minutes with somebody commenting on them and it's like oh mm -hmm. somebody destroyed somebody and it's like this but i guess this was in the matter that was received was a big thing everybody is saying something about it in the article i think the second thing will have a video of the prime minister saying it. there's one commercial that usually comes before it so if you can set it up uh, when you have the time but yes this article in the cbc here it says that uh, Trudeau urges Israel to use maximum restraint to protect Gaza civilians. Now, here's the thing with this, right? Right now, we have a bunch of people that are clearly trying to paint this government as being anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The party of Canada. All right. That's the first thing. And then you have a bunch of people also on the other side who, if the prime minister's not saying anything at least about babies, on the Palestinian side, what are we saying? Um, mm -hmm. We have about 14,000 dead, which seems to be the agreed upon number overall, or 12,000 dead, um, right? That's in about 41 days, okay? And on the Israel side, not that this makes anything better, the number of people in the initial attack uh, was 1,400. The Israeli side has said about 1,200 now are Israelis, not 1,400. The other 200 were attackers. It's still 1,400, though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of strange news coming out about this. I've, I've heard and read reports, and again, there's so much mis and disinformation coming out that it's hard to discern which is true and which isn't. Yes. But one of the things I read last night uh, before I went to bed, well, I was like, well, well, we'll bring it up. Apparently, uh, Israel attacked a stronghold where a few Hamas uh, terrorists, soldiers, attackers, armed, I don't know what label to put, but there were a few members of Hamas on site and they ended up killing something like uh, 300 Israelis. Yeah, it was a refugee camp. Get, yeah, to get four or five Hamas. Yeah. Yep, and that's what I'm like. Had people wondering, you know, with all the precision things and, you know, going in physically and like doing searches, whatnot, really there was not one way to get one. Or I've, I've heard rumors up to that it was just one, but let's say it was four. Mm. Like this. That many just to get four? There, there was. Is there not another way? Given your well, technology I mean, and the size of your military and everything, is there not another way? Militants is the is the word apparently. Thank you, Jillian. Pardon? Militants, Militants yes. is the term. So that's they're killing their own people to get one or two bad apples. So you know what that is. Hmm. That that's and I'm go I'm going I'm going to go. Well, wait a minute. Pretty wide. Wait a minute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're saying it's a 
it's not the refugee camp where there was a whole bunch of Gazans. No, Israelis. Oh, I missed that one totally. This is what I'm saying. I don't know if it is true. Oh. This is what I read last okay. night. They tried to get three or four uh, Hamas militants, and they ended up killing three or 400 Israelis because the Hamas militants were embedded in there. I, again, I don't know how much truth there is to this, hmm. but if it's true, that would make a surprising amount of sense in in sort of conservative mindset. It's like, well, you know, the conservative mindset oftentimes is like, well, and yet they're doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stretching here, okay? But the conservative mindset being, uh, they, they were against Serb because some people will get it that don't need it. And, and the liberals at the time were like, yeah, but there are millions of people that need it, and the ones who don't need it, we'll get the money back from them later. Right now, it's a worldwide global pandemic. People can't work. We've got to get money to them. And the conservatives were like, no. But they turn around and do the other thing. It's like everybody gets the child tax benefit for, for daycare, and there's no $10 a day daycare. So somebody who can afford actual daycare doesn't get it. <laughs> I know it gets a, you know, it's like this weird conservative math and it doesn't make sense to me, but it's like in order to get four bad people, they'll kill everyone. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I know it's a stretch, but you, you know, you see where I'm trying to go with it and I'm struggling this morning. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to have trouble with that. I mean, unless I see a news article or source. Yeah. Again, I don't know that it's true. Yes. I've, I've read different articles. I can't, I can't prove or disprove them. So I'm like, this is what I read. I don't know if it's true. It seems to be a little far-fetched if you ask me. Uh, and again, with this, with this war, there's so much mis and disinformation coming out every single day. I don't know what, what to believe. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, that I wouldn't, I mean, I have a hard time with it. I, I don't know. I, I would assume that that would not be the case. I, that they're willing to take out 400 Palestinian civilians to get one Hamas. No. Yes, no problem. But that's willing yeah, to but take out their yeah. own because I'm, I'm, that would be the third if the November 7th thing was the second or the, or the largest one-day mm -hmm. massacre of Jewish people since the Holocaust. That would be the second. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Second or third, so I mean, so I, I don't I don't know if there's that truth to very it. much, um, but what did happen is that the prime minister uh, I don't know if you have it set up, Mister. I have it ready. Okay, to go. let's see what the prime minister said. The human tragedy that is unfolding in Gaza is heart wrenching, especially the suffering we see in and around the Al Shifa hospital. I have been clear that the price of justice cannot be the continued suffering of all Palestinian civilians. Even wars have rules. All innocent life is equal in worth, Israeli and Palestinian. I urge the government of Israel to exercise maximum restraint. The world is watching on TV, on social media. We're hearing the testimonies of doctors, family members, survivors, kids who've lost their parents. The world is witnessing this, the killing of women and children, of babies 
This has to stop. For weeks, we've been calling now for a sustained humanitarian pause and unimpeded access to humanitarian aid for Palestinian civilians. We're all deeply concerned about reports that the UN may not be able to provide continued assistance. Hamas, Hamas needs to stop using Palestinians as human shields. They need to release all hostages immediately and unconditionally. Hamas has said that they would commit horrors like October 7th over and over again. The same violent attack that killed so many civilians, including Vivian Silver. So right now, we need the violent violence to stop urgently so that Palestinians can get access to life-saving medical services, food, fuel, and water, so that all hostages can be released, and so that all Canadians and other nationals can leave Gaza. We hope that a sustained pause in the violence can help create the conditions for lasting peace. A peace where, through renewed efforts to achieve a two-state solution, Israelis and Palestinians can live side by side in dignity and security. Oh, that's right. pretty heavy. That's heavy. Now, here's the thing. As I mentioned, there's a whole group of people wanting to paint this government as anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. Right until the point where he talks about what Hamas needs to stop doing or start doing, like release the hostages, they listen to the video only to that point and they discount everything that came after. Of course they do. And the people are saying that doesn't the prime minister care about dead babies are listening to all the part after Hamas, but nothing about Israel that he said before. Yeah. Now, here's the things that you may not know. Well, first let's go through the responses because there were two responses, uh, one from, uh, prime minister Netanyahu and one from his defense minister, um, um, from his defense minister, Yair Lipid. Prime Minister Trudeau, Israel is defending itself in difficult conditions against a brutal terrorist organization while trying to rescue babies, children, women, and men who are being held hostage by Hamas ISIS. Responsibility for this terrible situation rests with Hamas ISIS. Hamas launched this war. Hamas hides in civilian buildings and Hamas abuses Gazans as human shields. If Canada ever found itself under a sustained and brutal attack like the one we face now, you would fight Israel by your side. We expect the same support. Oh right wow this israel is defending itself in difficult conditions against a brutal terrorist organization while trying to rescue babies children women and men who are being held hostage by hamas isis as the prime minister said even wars have rules even doing that does not justify mm -hmm. you doing any damn freaking thing you want prime minister benjamin that now justin trudeau it is not Israel that is deliberately targeting civilians, but Hamas that beheaded, burned, and massacred civilians in the worst horrors perpetrated on Jews since the Holocaust. While Israel is doing everything to keep civilians out of harm's way, 
uh, are you? That seems to be the question. Are you really? Are you really doing everything? Because that doesn't look like it at all to everyone that's looking. While Israel is doing everything to keep civilians out of harm's way, Hamas is doing everything to keep them in harm's way. Israel provides civilians in Gaza humanitarian corridors and safe zones. Hamas prevents them from leaving at gunpoint. Israel has been providing two to three hour short little things Pauses. so that people can get out and a few things can get in. You know, the word food organization says that it needs 100 trucks coming in a day, and that's not happening. Hospitals need fuel for 10,000 hours, and they get them for 3,000. It's like you can't trickle in aid. No. And then saying that you're providing humanitarian corridors and safe zones, safe zones that you are also bombing in. Not as much as you're doing in the north, but you're still bombing in them. Well, I just got something across my feed on the CBC from 10 minutes ago. Israeli troops enter Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital after gun battle at gates. Yep. Doctors describe fear inside hospitals, staying away from windows with tanks on the ground. Mm -hmm. yeah, Israel's claiming that there are networks of, hospital, uh, ne networks of tunnels underneath and that there are command centers underneath the hospitals. Uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu finishes with the force... Uh, if, it is Hamas, not Israel, that should be held accountable for committing a double war crime, targeting civilians while hiding behind civilians. The forces of civilization must back Israel in defeating Hamas's barbarism. Okay. And of course, that provokes all these people. Shame on you, Justin Trudeau's co-heading the most corrupt government in Canada's history. It's like it's not even the most corrupt government in Canada currently, dude. And all that kind of stuff. Trudeau's a communist, blah, 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 whatever. The situation here is that when we're talking about Benjamin Netanyahu, he's the longest serving prime minister in Israel's history. His people have told him many times they want him to go. The last rounds of elections, I think it was, they went to five elections before he was finally able to find a coalition. Well, first of all, win and then make a coalition. And he made a coalition with the absolute worst people but they were in parliament. People that were even more extreme than everybody thought Netanyahu to be. There are very few people who see Netanyahu as someone who actually ever really wanted peace in the region. There are even some people that would have the impression that not only is Netanyahu approving of this, but he might be delighting in this, and an attack like this from Hamas was the only thing that he's been waiting for his entire career in order to be able to unleash this. Yeah, this, I, this is what it, it certainly appears to be, the situation. Again, like he's waiting for his, his moment, and he has it now. And again, all of this, all of this is to basically keep his own ass out of jail. His own people were protesting him prior mm -hmm. to this because he was trying to change how much authority the Supreme Court has, because guess what? He's in court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shades of Trump. I guess I wonder where, maybe maybe Trump took lessons from Bibi. Well. Right? That's where I'm going. Con's gonna con. Here's some additional context. In the United States, there are greater calls for ceasefire from within, of course, from the, mm. Democratic, the Democratic Party, but the prime minister is the one that's going out saying this. 
mm-hmm. on behalf of all of these because President Biden has been literally screaming word on the tweet is to Netanyahu, you need to stop this. We are mm-hmm. probably no longer going to, this is getting, the dis, the level of disproportion is getting such that we are having trouble standing by your side. Israel has mm-hmm. a right to defense itself and uh, oh, must yeah. be eliminated. Those are undisputable notions. Hamas yeah. cannot continue to exist. But you're killing innocents left, right, and center, and you don't care. Twelve. The Palestinian Health, Gaza Health Authority. Again, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, mm. Saying that they're twelve thousand dead. Yeah, and two thirds of them are women and children. Got half the population in that area is children. So you cannot. You cannot commit an operation where you blitz everything and not to take out a whole whack of children. So unless your starting premise is that all Palestinians are Hamas and even Palestinian children, they're just Hamas in the community coming. So get them before, even get the kids before they get you. That is not sustainable. And there's going to be a problem now. So the United States is actually pushing for this. Canada came out first to say it. So I'm guessing, I don't know if they picked straws or if everybody turned mm-hmm. around and said, hey, Canada, out of all the nations, you're the ones that's the most, that has the cleanest reputation. So um, it's going to, I mean, you can't have the United States going out and saying that being the first, given everything that the United States no, no. has done, right? They're the, they're the worst person to be being the first people. The, the, the country out of all of the G7 countries that's the most ill-placed to be the first coming out saying, hey, you better watch out those kids. I mean, they went into Iraq after 9-11 for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all lies that right? they went in there. So, um, but Canada can do that. So we're going to take the hits. That's our reputation, but we're going to take the hits. But this is all of Macron's already called for a ceasefire. This is the prime minister is not standing alone in this case. So when you have all these people, all these conservatives saying, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. You're not standing with the you're not standing with the Israelis. How dare you? You're a whole bunch of anti-Semites. You know, there are some tweets out there that's from People who ought to know better saying that our streets are filled with pro-Hamas. The only thing streets are filled with in Canada is snow. <laughs> Good times here. Our streets are not filled with people going, yeah, Hamas, let's kill all the Jews. But our streets no, are not that's the, filled. It's, it's not even close, right? There's that's cert- there certainly is a faction. Yeah, there's there faction. is. There's a faction. Yes, just like there was a faction that showed up on Parliament Hill with swastikas and Confederate flags, but it wasn't all the protesters. But a lot of them didn't know better than to leave when they showed up, and that was the problem. Or kick them out, yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. The daily beat for standing up for what's right isn't always easy. So, and exactly, PNC and Bio were the U.S.'s soft power buddy. Exactly. So, we are... um, 
You, U.S. attacked Iraqi hospitals claiming terrorist cells. They have no cred here. Exactly. So the prime minister is, is doing this and is taking the hit. Here's the thing is if this is the way that Prime Minister Netanyahu reacts to a call to practice some restraint, and you understand if you were listening when the Prime Minister said maximum restraint, he slowed his speech, raised his volume, mm -hmm. increased the firmness, and made a point of stressing the words maximum restraint. In other words, you have gone too far, and all of us agree. You need to pump your brakes. He's not going to. Or we, no, and that's the thing. That's the other word on the tweet. Say, Joe Biden, President of the United States, Israel's biggest, staunchest, most steadfast ally, is telling him, dude, you really need to pump your brakes. You need to slow down. You are way out over your skis, and Netanyahu is going la, 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 la. Mm -hmm. They did this terrible thing. We are now entitled to do any damn thing we want in order to. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And even if it did work that way, everybody watching, you know, you could say it for the first few days, okay, they're going to come in. Okay, you know, they took out 3,000 for 1,000. Okay, fine. we're at 10,000 now. And people don't have electricity 12, yeah. and fuel and food and... Well, they they said initially, well, one of the ministers will starve them out. That's, and there, there have been other discussions that Israel doesn't is not going to stop until, for example, Egypt, who is supposed to be an ally, takes in all the mm -hmm. people from Gaza, this, and then they will just take over the, all the land. There's also been, Israel has also been on the record as saying, well, when this is over, they will probably have to occupy again. Um, the allies are not liking where this is going. No. So, and that's why no, because like Netanyahu was indulging in something that he has always wanted to do. Because now he's got his perfect pretext. Because he can always turn around and say, "Decapitated babies, yeah, pogrom." Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. and it's true. It is yeah. true. But he's using that. As a basis, taking what's a measured response, right? <laughs> Is a measured response killing everyone? Yeah, but here's, I mean, that's... but then they turn around and say, "What's a measured response to an organization that wants to wipe you off you off the map? That is willing to use wipe the organization out, but why wipe out every civilian in the process?" That's, and that's where the question becomes: They turn around and they say, "Well, listen, they're putting the pe they're putting people in in their way, but these people don't have a choice but to be there." There's only Where are they going to go? There's nowhere to go. They've closed the borders. So it's like there's nowhere to go. If you were attacking a nation that was completely independent and people had bordered with another country and they had places to go, like Ukraine, mm -hmm. like this, that would be something. But these people literally have nowhere to go, and they have nowhere to go because you made it so. Now. The Palestinian, as you know, there was a history video going on. The Palestinian Liberation Organization didn't make it very easy because, you know, all throughout the, the years, everywhere they were present, they kind of created trouble in the countries that where they were present, like Lebanon and Jordan and Egypt. So they don't want them. There's a reason no. they don't want them. 
So, but if they're sealed in on all sides, and the reason they're sealed in on all sides is because you sealed them in on one side and then you made a deal with another nation who's quite an agreement that they don't want them either, then you have additional responsibility because you know going into it that they have nowhere to go. So you can't just drop a big thing on onto like a, a huge area and whoever it wipes out, it wipes out because we were justified. You have to try, you have to do another way. See, you tied your own hand behind your back by creating an area from which no one can escape. You have additional responsibility then. You need to go over and above if you're saying that you're doing everything to protect civilians. So yeah, this is uh, exactly here. This is a massive humanitarian issue. The other little bit of context that people might not be aware of because it didn't get a lot of play here, but it's getting a lot of play in media in that part of the world is that, remember when I mentioned the only thing that you can do is if you say ceasefire, Israel's not listening, so you get out of the game, but they're also working on trying to keep the conflict contained because Iran um, so far hadn't indicated that it wants to get in, but now it seems like it maybe does. Mm. And there was a um, summit, an Arab Islamic summit, uh, about a couple of days ago, November 11th, and uh, from Al Jazeera, the article says, Arab Islamic Summit rejects justifying Gaza war as Israeli self-defense. Right? Leaders meeting in Saudi Arabia demanded aid to be allowed to enter into Gaza, called for cessation of arms export to Israel and the United States. What it's trying to do is it wants to get out of the Middle East so it can concentrate on Africa because China and Russia are doing a lot there. Oh, yeah. In order to do that, they need a polar world. So they need, if Iran's going to be a pole, they need Saudi Arabia to be a pole, and they need Israel to be a pole. And they need Saudi Arabia and Israel to be together, to be as a force that counters Iran. Iran is trying to bring Saudi Arabia back into the fold. Are we about to see a... Is this the beginning of World War Three? I mean, I've been saying that, look, the, the war in Ukraine... We are, it is global, it's a global, it affects the world. It affects everybody on planet Earth, whether you realize it or not, whether you're getting shot at or not. It is affecting you in one way or shape or form. Are we about to see the start of World War Three over this? Because if you've got Iran siding with Gaza, Lebanon is, well, Lebanon's Hezbollah is not going to do anything because the last time they attacked, they saw that... Uh, well, Bibi did what he's doing right now, and he's like, if I had known they were going to respond like that, we wouldn't have gone in altogether. So is this, you know, is this the, 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 the shot heard around the world that, that we start to get involved eventually? Because if Iran goes in and attacks Israel, if that were to happen, you know the Americans have to get involved then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means, you know... We're, we're likely going to be asked to get involved as well. Like, what, you know, it's just... Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And and you're right. Hugh says World War II began in the mid-30s in scattered places. Yeah, indeed. And the other thing that has happened is that um, there is um, Saudi Arabia and a lot of the nations 
like Qatar and uh, the United Arab Emirates, with which Israel has been signing some agreements of late, uh, peace agreements, and uh, even establishment of diplomatic relations. Um, they've been approached by Iran, and they repudiated them on this. So, if they want to keep Saudi Arabia in the fold, they need to show that they have some power, some influence over Israel to pull them back. And that's the big thing that's going on right now. If all our nations, the Frances, the Australias, the Germanys, the Italys, Canada, United States are not able to convince Israel to pull back. Saudi Arabia might go the way of Iran. Yes. And that is why the Prime Minister was out yesterday, and that was why the Prime Minister was definitely willing to take all the shots that he expects to become. That same thing that happened in India, watch it happening here. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen here. Because, because the pro-Israel press, the rapidly pro-Israel press, is going to decimate him. Rebel News is going to decimate him. Kian's going to decimate him. Pierre Polyev is going to decimate him. And I don't think that the conservatives are being very smart, because even though we have a very big diaspora of Jewish and Arab Canadians, the diaspora of Arab Canadians is larger. Mm -hmm. Number one, if we're talking strict math in terms of votes, and if the conservatives need to win the 905, I'm not sure how going 100% all in on the side of Israel and talking about the Arab people that might have feel be feeling bad. Now, they always talk about the people in the streets, but there are people at home that are not going on the streets and still look at what's going on and are horrified. Um, he's basically telling all these people he doesn't want their votes right now. And let's not forget that there are plenty of Israelis and plenty of Jewish people who are watching what's going on and are protesting and are horrified mm -hmm. by what their own government is doing. Right? The, the pro-Israel position is not unanimous even within the Jewish community. Not at all in this case. So um, it's messy, kids. It's messy. So expect the prime minister... Uh, to be taking a lot of hits, expect uh, the conservatives to be having a field day with this. And one of the ways you can see that is the, when we talked about uh, Vivian Silver, yes. you have all these conservatives going like this because CTV reported she died. She died. She, she was murdered, murdered. Use the right words, words matter. Vivian Silver worked in Gaza to try to bring the two people together. She would go to the Israelis and say, you need to do better for the Gazans. If she were still alive, she was the type of people that these conservatives would be blasting and tearing apart as woke. But she's dead. Mm -hmm. So they care. So now they'll And they're using her. Yeah. They're using her. Of course. This is not noble. What's going on? All right, Mr. Grizzly, do we have a show? We do indeed, sir. 
All right, get some cups. Mr. Grizzly has a hard out. So this is the end of the Eager Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you because democracy is something that you do. Congratulations to all of those who voted in the Northwest Territories election. 11 men, eight women were elected. So uh, and uh, in two weeks on December 7th, they're going to choose the premier, the ministers and the speaker. So uh, let's hope that everything goes well over there with that. Um, donate to the Red Cross, write your letters, all the usual stuff. Uh, if you'd like to make sure that you do not miss an episode, go to the pod page sponsored by the Ray Girl. That's the pod page uh, slash the true north eager beaver dot com. Uh, sorry, pod page dot com slash true north eager beaver the true north eager beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words uh our youtube channel like share subscribe please do that and if you would like to donate our coffee page is ko-fi.com slash eager beaver lowercase letters all in one word and that's where you can contribute to our emergency hydration fund from the beaver lodge this is your eager beaver saying it could be a tough world out there so please be kind to and gentle with yourself mr grizzly some words of wisdom please some time today for yourself to reflect on the goodness that you have in your life because there are millions around the world who have nothing and are suffering so show some gratitude for uh being lucky enough if you happen to live in this country because not everybody that watches does but if you happen to live in this country take some time to be grateful for that because we're so lucky to be here all right mr grizzly roll the credits please just trying to find them. Where did they go? There they are. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. kids that was the big news so we didn't have a chance to do other any other things there's ford's healthcare corruption there's a whole bunch of stuff uh, that we didn't touch on so but we will touch on those there's canadians that did us proud with the grammys and everything here's the thing though the one thing i'm gonna make time for joe warmington you came after the frank dominic because he was doing his job if people are gonna make a meal out of you i want the fucking crumbs you came for a good yeah. man. We're coming for you. That was out of bounds. Oh, yeah. All right. See you. See you. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? 
Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.